Hey guys, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. We are coming at you post-Golden Globes. We have a little bit to talk about, I would say, as far as the Golden Globes go. And we also are going to be discussing the morning show, the Apple original. Mm-hmm. Finally, got to watch all the episodes. Finally. We are also going to discuss uh, the Netflix original special, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. <laughs> and I'm very excited. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Overall, how did we feel about the Golden Globes? Considering how weird the nominees were, I was actually pretty pleased with most of the winners. Agreed. They showed Succession more love than the Emmys did. Yes, that is true. Um, I was really happy to see Fleabag continue to get the respect it deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I'd seen more of the TV nominees than the film nominees, mm-hmm. but um, loved seeing Parasite. Win Best Foreign Film. Yes. I also loved his acceptance speech. Yes. Um, it was really good. And just really true, because out of all of the films, foreign and non-foreign, that were nominated, three of my favorite films of the year were all from the foreign film category. The Farewell, wow. Parasite, and um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire. So, Agree. I'm trying to think of what else. There are some fun little tidbits that I wanted to talk about that came out of the Golden Globes. One was Taika talking about Baby Yoda. Yes. We found out that there is a name for our little baby. We're going to have to change our name calling for Baby Yoda. <laughs> but at least we have until, what is it, like fall 2020? Fall 2020, yeah. So let's use up all the Baby Yoda we can until yeah. then. And maybe like try and guess what. His name is. Yeah. If it's a him, we don't even really don't know even that. Know. That's true. Or does he have a sex? Does Yoda, the species of Yoda, which apparently is even, like, they've never really said what Yoda is, even is. Mm-hmm. Yoda Sr. Yeah. Um, Do they have gender? Good question. I can't wait to find out. Oh, my favorite tidbit of information that came out of the Golden Globes was... Um, Jeremy Strong told someone <laughs> there's an expanded version of L to the OG. Oh. And it's going to be released soon. This is not a drill. Oh my gosh. Is Jeremy Strong going to EGOT in our lifetime? I freaking hope so. Wow. That is a very juicy tidbit. I had not heard that. Oh, you hadn't? No. Okay, good. I'm That's stoked. Fun. I'm glad you hadn't heard it. No, yeah. I was yeah, going to text you about it, but surprise. I was like, I'll wait until we talk about it. All. Well, I'm glad you did. <laughs> Gold record. Can we make Released, it? Released like on Spotify? Yes. That's what it ah! sounds like. Like, oh can we make it our number one song of 2020? It's my goal. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Slash, will there you be got time. karaoke versions released of it as oh, well? Oh, my gosh. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. Wow. That is amazing news. That's basically all I have to say about the Golden Globes. Yeah, I would say um, 
they were pretty they were kind of boring yeah i lost i uh lost interest tom hanks speech was a highlight probably agree um Tiffany Haddish saying Chernobyl (laughs) was really good. That was really good. Um, Michelle Michelle, Williams. Oh, yeah. Michelle Williams nailed it, as she always, always does. Yes. Um, Yeah. There were actually a lot of, like, people that are always giving speeches. They're always winning awards. Like, Patricia Arquette wins an award every awards show. Mm -hmm. Did you see that she hit Joey King in the head with her Golden Globe? Yeah. And that's, like, almost gash in her forehead. Yeah, it's crazy. So painful. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should look it up. There's photo photographic evidence. It's really funny. Um, I loved that Taylor Swift and Amy Poehler presented an award together. Yes, they did. Buried the hatchet, if you will. Yeah, they were having a great time up there. Yes. They looked great. I loved Jodie Comer's shout-out to Baby Yoda and her Instagram about her dress. I almost died. It, it was, was so, so funny. funny. It was so, so funny. Plus, it's funny because, like... She and Taika are co-stars now, so I wonder if true. she's like, Maybe they I'm going to call him Baby Yoda person. all I want. Yeah. I like to think so. Me too. I'll have to see if Taika liked her post. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, it was fine. I kind of expected to be more more grumpy while watching it because the nominees were so dumb. I mean, mm-hmm. still upsetting that no female directors or screenwriters nominated yeah. when they were really, really good contenders this year, especially after seeing Little Women. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Agree to disagree, Hollywood Foreign Press Association. That HFPA. They love Joker. Yeah. And Quentin Tarantino, who acted like a jerk. Yeah. Which, like... Surprise. He just kind of is a jerk. I don't really, really have anyone to thank because I did this all by myself. <laughs> Ricky Gervais, <laughs> meh. There's just a lot of, like, meh things. Yeah. But the things I liked, I really liked. Yeah. Well, um, in other news, um, Netflix kind of released a Twitter thread about all of the upcoming movies that they are going to be having online. That was a really fun way to say that. (laughs) And there's just a couple of, of them that I wanted to talk about. One, which Jordan just learned about yesterday, is that there's going to be a movie about Eurovision, and it's going to be starring Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams. And they're representing their country as the world's biggest song competition, and they finally have a chance to prove that any dream is a dream worth fighting for. What country are they supposed to be from? I don't know. That'll be... It'll be amazing. Um, Eurovision, if you've never watched it or heard of it, it is wild and it's been around for years abba won it back in like the 70s that's how they became famous and it's still as campy and crazy to this day yeah so yeah i could not be happier about that um another one that sounded good to me is called i'm thinking of ending things and it's a road trip becomes a twisted mix of palpable tension physio psychological frailty and sheer terror in the latest from Charlie Kaufman starring Jesse Plemons, Jesse Buckley, Tony Collette, and David Thewlis. Wow. Excited about Tony Collette and Jesse Plemons in the same movie. I hope that this spawns like a series of things where they're acting <laughs> together. That's going to be really good. 
Um, one thing, I saw a trailer the other day for a new Jordan Peele show on Amazon Prime called Hunters, and it's about, it's set in 1977 in New York, and it's about, um, like a, it's a diverse band of Nazi hunters, and it's starring Logan Lerman, Al Pacino, and Carol Kane is in it. The trailer looked very interesting, though. It's like in the trailer, Logan Lerman, he, his uh, grandma dies and then Al Pacino is at the funeral too and reveals to him that his grandma, when like they founded this um, like Nazi hunting group Hmm. and it looked pretty cool and I trust Jordan Peele. Totally. So yeah. And it drops in February, but it looked pretty interesting to me. Okay, cool. I think there was a preview for that yesterday uh, during the Golden Globes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then the only other thing I have is that Killing Eve was renewed for season four. I love it when things get renewed before we even see this <laughs> current season. It's so interesting to me. I know. what if people hate it? Yeah, what if it, like, it jumps the shark? I guess it gives them a chance to redeem themselves. Yeah. But good for them. Very happy. Our top three this week goes hand in hand with The Morning Show. Um, we thought it would be fun to choose our, if we were one of the co-hosts on the morning show, who would we want to be our personal assistant, who we'd want to be our producer, and who we'd want to be our co-anchor. So, start from the bottom, I guess. Mm-hmm. Work our way up. So, who would you have be your PA? Okay, my PA. This is one that I am where, like, maybe... I don't know if you would have picked her, too, because few are better than her. I picked Sue on Veep. Ooh, I did not pick her, but that is a great answer. Thank you. She's just, like, so efficient. Nothing falls through the cracks. Um, She's willing to make and take difficult phone calls and say no on my behalf. True. She just... She just gets the job done. Very true. Doesn't let emotions get involved at all. <laughs> so, yeah, I would hire her in one second. That's a great answer. Thank you. Um, I'm kind of jealous of your PA. Maybe I'll try to steal her and hire her because <sighs> I chose Susie Meyerson. I was struggling to choose someone who I wouldn't be, like, demoting to a personal assistant. Oh, yeah. Um, That's a really good... It's a... Good. It was hard. Yeah, it was hard. Because I could think of people who were going to be good, but they already are above a personal assistant type totally. of job. You have to pick, like, the young version of them or something. Yeah. And I think that Susie Meyerson would do anything she could for me. Mm-hmm. And she would do anything for money. And yeah. there's a lot of potential there. Like, she has to be... You have to be ambitious, but, like, you're not really trying to be the star. Exactly. That was the other thing. Yeah. I was thinking of too many people who would, like, actually try to, like, overrule me and take my job, you know? Totally. And, like, Susie's very loyal. And Sue is very... Like, you need loyalty. Yeah. And I think... I also think that Susie is actually good at not letting her emotions get the best of her either. Yes. You know? Yeah, I agree. And I think she could... Um, use some stability in her life. Totally. You would be a much better boss than Midge. Thank you. In my opinion. Thank you. 
All right. Who would you say you would have be your EP executive producer? Okay. This one I did. I felt like I came up with a lot of people that would be good. Um, especially, although I was like, okay, I already, if I'm going to pick someone from Veep for one of these spots, I'm going to pick Sue over everybody. Because I didn't okay. want to like repeat Veep yeah. for all three. Yeah. So I That's picked... good because mine's from Veep. Okay. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm excited to see who it is. Um... This one is one where she'd have to make a really big industry change, but I picked Christina Yang from Grey's Anatomy. Ooh, she would be really good. Right? Because yeah. she, like, again, she she's, like, as efficient as Sue. Like, they're very efficient characters. Totally. Um, And if she were in, like, the news or entertainment industry, like, she would be very passionate about it. Mm-hmm. She's a very good... um talented and smart and passionate about her jobs and she's a ball buster totally so yeah good answer thank you i'm proud of you for going really outside the box on that one yeah i was i was pretty excited when my brain went there well so like i said minus from veep i chose amy to be my executive producer she yeah it was like i well i'm excited to tell you who my other veep idea was for co-anchor. Mm-hmm. But Amy would be a dream producer. Yeah. Especially when she has, like, a good person that she's producing. Exactly. Because all of her problems stemmed from Selena being horrible. Mm-hmm. Because she's actually really good at her job. Mm-hmm. And gets the job done. Totally. She's very, very organized. No, that's... She would be the perfect producer. I actually... It is funny, too, because she... I thought of Amy also because she like dabbles mm-hmm. in news yeah political news and stuff and she's great at it like yeah. they keep telling her she's a natural all right who is your co-anchor okay another person you have to choose not to like overrule you exactly you know? um i chose um brad from happy endings who's played by damon waynes jr who's coach on new girl Oh, yeah. And, I've and like, I wouldn't choose Coach's character because, like, he's kind of a weird personality. Like, he's way too intense. His character on Happy Endings is, like, he's very, very silly and he's, like, charming. He's still, like, really good at his job. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but he's, like, he's just is, like, a real, he's kind of a, like, hot goofball, mm-hmm. which is, like, perfect. And um, he would be, like respectful like he's a he's a good person mm-hmm. and it would bring diversity to the show true and yeah i think he would be a great co-anchor i like that answer i think that's a great answer thank you i mean i know i've never seen happy endings but even just from coach i can i can see that that he would be good yeah because yeah. he is like he it's almost like He's kind of, like, his character on Happy Endings, because there's a lot of, like, crossover and tone to New Girl. Mm -hmm. And so he has a lot of aspects of the other guys on New Girl, that kind of sense of humor and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, you can get a good feel. Well, for my co-anchor, I kind of went the Bradley Jackson route a little bit. Cool. And I chose Tammy Taylor. Oh, no way! She's on my idealist for producer. Oh! She would be great in news. She would be amazing. America would love her. Oh my gosh. She would you guys be would have like great chemistry. A really sweet one, and I would be like the hard hitting. Sorry, but the truth this teller. Is the news. Truth teller. Wow. Yeah, I, I would totally watch answers. that show. That would Me be too. a great morning show. The Veep character I thought of as Coinker would be Tom James. Oh, he would be great. He would be really good. Yeah. 
Just such a schmoozer. He'd be like a great, yeah, I'm into it. Okay, Okay. I would watch that show and I would watch my own version of the show. Me too. I'd watch them both. Well, now we get to talk about the morning show. Mm-hmm. Um, created by Reese and Jen Aniston, correct? Yeah, they're both exec producers. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to say, I was kind of excited to talk about this. Well, I'm still excited to talk about it. But when I checked in with you on Saturday, you were feeling very meh about the show. Yeah, and I was probably, like, four episodes in. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, this will be a fun episode because I was really liking it and Jordan was not super liking it. I was not hating it. I just, but I, yeah, I guess I was not that into it. But the mood has changed, right? Yeah, I ended up really liking it. So now we're, we're both fans. Yeah. Which it's funny because... Like, and as I started it, I have been avoiding reading or listening to a lot of reviews of it Mm -hmm. because I feel like I've seen a lot of negative stuff about it. I feel like I saw a lot of negative stuff about it when it was first dropped with, like, three episodes. Mm -hmm. But then I thought that I had seen a lot of people changing their tune and really liking it at the end. Yeah, because it does have an amazing season finale. Yeah, the season finale is incredible. It was very, very good. And I do feel like they did a really good job of um, just getting... And ev- I mean, good shows do this, but just, like, getting much more complex as the season went on. Yes. And, like, having more layers to it. Um, even early on, though, I will say I was impressed that... Because I feel like in the marketing of the show, it did, like, appear to be, like, an older woman versus younger woman. And mm-hmm. it was kind of confusing because they're not that different in age. Yeah, and it was, like, about two women kind of competing for, like, the number one heart, like, the, num- like the number yeah. one spot in America's heart. Yeah. And which, that literally couldn't be further from the truth of no, what the show actually it's was. It's not about that at all. Mm-hmm. And that is also a very, like, old, predictable storyline. Yeah. So I was really happy that it was not like that at all. Especially because, like, as it starts, I was like, how in the world is Reese going to end up in that co-anchored position? Yeah. And so that I didn't I didn't know the, how that was going to play out. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up being, like, pleasantly surprised, kind of like, oh, that is not really something that... Like, the way the show was going, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I actually... That is... Uh... One thing, that's probably the main thing I actually really enjoyed about this show and was kind of pleasantly surprised about this show is that because it kind of does really follow Matt Lauer's exit from mm-hmm. the Today Show, um, I was kind of expecting it to be really predictable mm-hmm. and um, just kind of be like a step-by-step process of what to do when your main guy has sexually assaulted people he works with, you know? Mm -hmm. And there was actually a lot of complex storylines that were, like, uh, things I hadn't really thought of or things that I've never really seen portrayed on TV. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, that's an interesting take on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, and I think that it also sometimes wasn't necessarily 
taking an opinion. No. It was like allowing the audience to make an opinion. Yeah. And consider other sides, which I thought was actually like very a smart approach. When Mm -hmm. you I would assume when they like when you're hearing more about what the show was, I was like, Oh, it's trying to be like this show, you know? Yeah. And I don't really think that it was. I felt like it was more complex than that. Thinking about people who do things like sexual misconduct in the workplace and thinking about the people that know and love those people and how they handle that situation and emotionally and like repair those relationships with them or mm-hmm. choose not to. Um, I thought that this sh- the show did a really good job of kind of showing a lot of different sides to that. Yes, because that is a real part of those kinds of things and yeah. not just for celebrities. No, and that's why I thought it, they did a good job of making it super relatable to like even someone like me who's not in the news or a celebrity or anything of the sorts. Right, because there is a sense of loss when you find out something horrible about someone you really respect and love. Mm-hmm. That, I think, is a thing that someone could relate to even on smaller scales yeah. than this, like, such a public disgracing, yeah, you know? totally. When the person really did do something horribly wrong, but they're, it's just, it's a very, it's a very weird thing. Yeah. But, um, basically the entire show, I never knew what was going to happen or how anything was going to get resolved. And I yeah. am, like, pretty big at, like, predicting things. Mm-hmm. And so that was pretty shocking to me. And, um, I really appreciated that. And... Thought they did a great job. Yeah, it surprised me. Well, mm-hmm. even things where I was like, oh, this is going to be this character that then is going to disappoint us in this way later or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Like, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. One thing that I thought of as the show was going on, because also I think something that um, what I was, like, trying to adjust to, mm-hmm. as, like, at the beginning of the show was trying to figure out what the tone was supposed to be. Because it's not a comedy, like, at all. No. I don't really think I laughed at anything. I don't think there's, like, really jokes. But I think the whole cast, almost across the board, I'm used to seeing in at least, like, a dark comedy. Yeah. Or something. And so I think the casting was very clever in that you're, like, thinking this is going to be somehow comic. But... It was actually very heavy. Yes. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, there were a lot of part at some points where I was like, oh, like, that made me feel ill. Yeah. And, like Steve Carell, especially. Oh, yeah. Well, especially him. At the beginning, I was kind of like, like, when they're showing certain part, like, certain scenes with him, I was like, like, are they presenting this as it's supposed to be, like, this funny situation? Mm-hmm. And I think if I went back and rewatched some of the early episodes, I would understand like no yeah you're not supposed to be laughing at what he's saying at all Mm -hmm. um another thing that i think the show did very very well was um yes it's obviously dealing with sexual misconduct and even while they don't shy away from it you never actually see any nudity true or like you don't explicitly see and like a sexual act they show there are scenes where something is happening but i feel like they allow the scene to be shocking without shocking you with like actual nudity yeah which i think is like respectful way to do that agreed where it's like you still are watching and you're like appalled mm-hmm. 
but it's not sexualizing it. Correct. And I think that that is pretty masterful when shows do that. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, Something that Jordan and I had discussed was all of the cameos are very fun, and we thought that maybe more people... We're surprised that more people weren't talking about them. Yeah. I did see the, that Mindy Kaling was going to be on it because Mindy Kaling posted on Instagram. But see, if I didn't follow Mindy, I wouldn't have even seen that. Yeah, and I do follow her, and I wonder... I don't remember seeing that. So I was surprised to see her. Yeah. And she plays, like, a decent, like a de- decently large role. Like, she's in, like, yeah, a few episodes. Yeah, she's, like, a recurring character. Yeah. I And also, I really liked her in it because she's still Mindy, but she... Was like a jerk. Yeah, we haven't really seen her play a role like that before. No, because like she's still she managed to still be like Mindy charming, Mm -hmm. but um, like not really likable. Yeah, which it it was. It was interesting, and she was good at it. Mm -hmm. I would like to see her almost as like kind of a villain character more often. Yeah, it was fun. Another Mm -hmm. one of my favorites were uh, Steve Carell's wife was played by Miss Honey. I know. From Matilda. She is like, she pops up in everything. I know. I love it. She's so, and she's very good. Yeah, she was good. Martin Short was a cameo in this that I can't say I enjoyed because he was like so gross. Yeah. But he did a good job. He did a really good job. I just, their casting choices were so interesting because like him and Steve Carell, they're people, they're guys that people love. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think they had to do it that way. They had know? to. And Steve Carell even looked like Matt Lauer at times. Yeah. It was weird. It I was never would have thought that. And it's not like they made him look not like Steve Carell. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very interesting. Jennifer Aniston is super great in it. Yeah. I was actually kind of surprised because it's been a while since I've seen her in anything. Mm-hmm. It's hard because she is just pegged as Rachel from Friends. 100%. But she did a really good job. She was so good. I feel like it was the perfect casting for her because she was still very much herself, very her own persona. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was like as if there were an alternate reality where Jennifer Aniston, instead of landing friends, had gone like the morning news route. Yeah. Because she could totally actually be a news anchor Mm -hmm. and like kind of like living up to an idea that she's kind of a bee yeah in real life but like with depth and i don't know it was just it was very good yeah i liked it um people a lot of people are talking about reese's casting Mm -hmm. i was talking to someone who was saying that it was just hard for them to get into this character because reese herself comes across as so polished Mm -hmm. and so it was like for her it was unbelievable that she would ever like, kind of go rogue. Mm-hmm. So, because that's, like, that's her character. That's, like, kind of her thing. Yeah. Um, But it was interesting for me. I don't know. I feel like I was able to buy into it, especially because once I got past the idea that she's supposed to be, like, a new hotshot, because mm-hmm. that's not really what her character is. Mm-hmm. Like, she is supposed to be not super young. She's been around the block. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't think that it worked as kind of, like, magically as Jennifer Aniston in the role. But especially, like, by the middle to the end, I was like, yeah, I can buy her as this character. Yeah, I think it took me, like, an episode or two, but then I was like, yeah, this is this is it. I'm in. Um, I thought I would be more distracted by her brown wig, but I actually mm-hmm. thought it was pretty good. And, like, sometimes I, I was, it. like, envious of her hair. It was good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that was another thing that didn't really bother me after, like, episode two. 
Yeah. And I wonder, too, if I went in with kind of these biases that I'd heard a little bit about Mm -hmm. and then was pleasantly surprised because I was okay with it, you Mm -hmm. know? It would be not on brand for me not to talk about how good Mark Duplass is. I just really loved seeing him in a TV role and he just did a really, really, really good job. He was great. He was one of my favorite parts of the whole show. Yeah. He really seemed like he was a producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, they never really ever showed what his personal life was like, but it never even... But it didn't feel like he lacked any sort of character development either. No. Which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I didn't feel like he was a flat character at all. Yeah. And I feel like a different actor maybe could have made it too flat. Yeah. It was very interesting. So Billy Crudup is in it as well. I was just thinking about how many different parts he has played in his career. Yeah. It's fascinating because he's this, like, a network executive, and he plays it very convincingly. Yeah. I was always on the edge of my seat with him. I never I really understood. Too. I never could really grasp, like, what is he, like, what's he going to do here? I found him is very creepy bad? and off-putting. But then I loved him. I know. Ugh, it was so, it was so weird he because the whole good- time, I and I loved when they show, like, other people being like, oh, yeah, that guy's really weird. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I... Yeah, I, the whole time I was, I really was trying, to, I really expected him to do a lot of other things that mm-hmm. he didn't do. Yeah, same. Um, Yeah, he was good. It'll be really, I'm glad they got a second season. Me too. I'm really intrigued with what direction they'll take it. Um, Especially with those side characters like him. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm almost more intrigued to explore other characters now that we've spent so much time with Alex and, and Bradley. Yeah. Who are um Jen and Reese. Jen and Reese's <laughs> characters, yeah. But yeah, moral of the story, I'm anti-workplace romances. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good moral of this moral to It's a good lesson to learn. Yeah. So if you heard that morning show is not that great, we would like to change that narrative. We think it's great. Yeah, I really think it's worth a watch. I was, like, extremely moved by the finale. I cried. It was a very emotional experience. And it was, like, I used the comparison of succession of that level of tension. Yeah, they did In that finale, it was so crazy. Because I will... There were other parts. The episodes are long. They're, like, not even 40 minutes. They're a full hour. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like there were some times in the middle, like any show, really, where I felt, like, a little bored. Mm Mm-hmm. But not that often, really. Yeah, I would say there was, like, one episode for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think it's definitely worth a watch. And I feel like Apple TV Plus, or whatever it's called, has a week-long trial. True. And a lot of people have it for free if you've, like, made any kind of Apple purchase in the last year or something. Yeah, you get, like, free Apple Plus TV for a year. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised to see that I didn't have to shell out the five bucks for it. Mm Mm-hmm. So you should check and see if you have it for free, because you might, mm-hmm. and watch The Morning Show. I feel like a lot of different people would enjoy it. I agree. Because I think a lot of people saw the cast and thought, oh, man, like, I don't like friends or something. Like, I feel like people, it's like, I, I prejudged it, I think, even from the cast. I thought it would be kind of like a comedy. Yeah. Because these are all funny actors, but it's not. It's a heavy, timely drama. Mm-hmm. And it was very good and very complex. Yeah, so let us know your thoughts on it. We'd love to love to hear them. Yeah, please do. 
Well, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. <laughs> Let's switch gears a lot. <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot. I have now watched this two full times through. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I made my parents and my sister watch it, and my parents were pissed. <laughs> they did not understand it. Did they like it ever? Mm, By the no, end? I don't. I don't know. I, what? I think they might have thought... I don't know if they even laughed at anything. What about Girl Talk with Richard Kind? I think they just didn't understand it. It's not their generation. I don't and, know. You know, it's not trying to go out there and win over everyone either. Yeah. Which I respect. No. You either like it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Basically, John Mulaney, he pr- he starts it by saying, like, I've been, like kids, show, kids TV now is bad. I wanted to make a show like the kids shows I liked when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And so it's him and, like, um, probably, what, like, 15 to 20, um, like, 8 to 11-year-olds. And mm-hmm. there's, like, different segments. Sometimes they have John in them. Sometimes they don't. Some are musical numbers. Some have guest stars. Some are fun little activities. Yeah, it's fun. And it really, it, even from being a kid in the 90s, there was stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminded me of, like, combination of, like, Zoom. Did you watch Zoom on PBS? Oh, yeah. It I was learned like, their language. Oh, yeah. Ubby Dubby or uh-huh. whatever. We're going to do an episode only in Ubby Dubby. <laughs> <laughs> Things like, so it's like Zoom, but then it's also kind of like, like there, he's there too. Like when I it, almost like lamb chops play along or something, but not for tiny little kids. Uh huh. Yeah, it was fun. I All loved of it. The kids were so adorable. There wasn't one that wasn't cute, or no. one. There wasn't even one that was annoying to no, me. They, they were, were all, all cool, hilarious, so cool, really smart kids, so cute. I loved them. There's also a lot of really fun cameos in this one. Mm hmm. Uh. Like they like Jordan already mentioned Richard Kind, which is fun. That part was I don't know what it is. It's not like I have like I'm not obsessed with Richard Kind or anything. He's not like a legend to me personally. Mm-hmm. But that was so funny. I couldn't stop laughing. Yeah, and it was smiling. Great. Everything, every part was good. There wasn't a part that was lame. No, I don't think so either. Um, I really related to a lot of the musical numbers, uh, <laughs> especially butter, noodles with a little bit of butter. <laughs> very me. That was a highlight. It was very, very Taylor. <laughs> um, also, I think I'm in love with Mr. Music. Is that his name? Mr. Music Mr. Man? Music. Mr. Music. Music here. Music there. <laughs> um, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. He is insane, and I absolutely love it. It's it's just going to be, like, the weirdest sexy thing you've ever seen. Yeah. I'll say when I was making my sister and my parents watch it, I was just laughing. So I had already watched it once, so, like, I knew what was coming up, and I just was laughing pretty hard. And my sister, bef- at the beginning, before she got super into it, was like, don't you love it when you're trying to show someone and prove that something's funny? And so you laugh extra hard to, like, show that you're th- you think it's funny. I was like, I'm not even Savage. doing that. <laughs> I genuinely think that this is the funniest thing that's ever existed. And I feel like it would be even funnier the second time around. It was. Because, like, there's so much happening that I have forgotten so much. Yeah. I love when John Mulaney plays chess with that kid. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's just so many funny things in there. And it's just, like, this is why kids are the best, because, like, 
some parts are scripted and some parts I think are just the kids saying what they're thinking about. Yeah. It's just, the whole show is just a little gem. Yeah. It's like just a whole hour of pure happiness. It's it's really good. So please watch it. I'm and, begging you. And it's also like, there's like dark comedy in there too. Oh, so totally. it's not like you have to be in like a super chipper mood. Mm-hmm. They ask all these kids what their worst fears are. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really good. Yeah, I was a big fan. So, watch the morning show, and then lighten things up by watching John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Yeah, I watched these in the wrong order. I watched John Mulaney first. Mm. Gonna need to watch that tonight. No, you can, yeah, you can sandwich it. Yeah, it's perfect. Like a, not unlike a sandwich you'd find in a sack lunch. True. Very true. Um, Who would you say is your crush of the week? Okay, I picked Mark Duplass. Same. I mean... He earned it. He, he really earned, did. He earned a double whammy crush of the week from yes, both of us. Acting, 10 out of 10. Looks, 10 out of 10. <laughs> he could have looked a little better. I liked his, like, scruffy, exhausted <laughs> look. Yeah, he did always just look extremely exhausted. He just... He looked like a cute guy, a cute man that, like... Would exist in the real world. Yeah. Which to me are sometimes the hottest ones on TV. Mm -hmm. Agreed. He was just so good. Like, he just really embodied this character. Mm -hmm. And even though his character wasn't perfect, it also felt like he was like a good person in a horrible world of horrible people. Yes. Just trying to do the right thing and also trying to have a good career. Yeah, exactly. Like, he wasn't naive. No. Yeah, he was just very appealing. Yeah. Really hit the spot. I loved him. So this one goes out to you, Mark Duplass. Wherever you are. (laughs) (laughs) We got one tiny, tiny little... They showed him on screen at the Golden Globes for, like, a second. And me Mm -hmm. and Jordan both kind of squealed. We're like... (gasps) But I haven't really seen anything else. No. And you know what's interesting? He would really agree with what we were saying. I, I read this quote from him... Where he was saying, like, that he's like, I think Apple knows this now, but they really messed up by only giving critics the first three episodes to watch. Because he's like, he's like, it's hard to know which shows are going to really, like, stick and become popular, but this show really sticks the landing. Yeah. And he's like, so I'm glad people are finally getting to see all the episodes now. Oh, that's good. Which I thought was a really interesting and true quote. Yeah. Well, he keeps it real. He really does. And so do we. Yep. <laughs> Truth <Well>. tellers. <laughs> they say that about 50 times in the morning show. <laughs> Just FYI. And now we're one of them. Yep. Well, have a great week. Have a wonderful golden week. <laughs>